0: The Oklahoma City Thunder win on a last-second buzzer beater by SGA. Josh Giddy nearly becomes the youngest player in NBA history to record a triple-double. Darius Baisley gets benched. The Thunder beat the Clippers. What does it all mean? All coming up on On Thunder Podcast, on Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your teams every day. I am your host Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan_Styles. It's at R Y L A N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Lothunderpod. Email the show, Pod at gmail.com. On today's show, we're going to dive into the Oklahoma City Thunder buzzer-beating win over the L.A. Clippers on a crazy Shea step back. Josh Giddy nearly gets a triple-double. Trey Mann pulls off an incredible move that leaves every Thunder fan's jaw on the floor, including a great game from Pokoshevsky as well. Plus, Darius Baisley got benched. All that and more coming up on today's On Thunder on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder Basketball. Subscribe for free across all platforms, including the new platform of YouTube. Today's show is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is a new, a new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you do not want or need and can even negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. Let's start with the big story, at least this big story that we thought would happen out of tonight, uh, because Shea had to just go and one up the pregame big story, which was Darius Baisley being benched. And this is a dramatic change. Now, when I say that, of course, the organization has done their diligence and they evaluate all the things that they can evaluate. And this is not a move that is based off of one decision to bench Baisley and start in his place, Aaron Wiggins. Mark says that Baisley took it professionally. It was not based on one game. It's also not permanent, uh, but for now they want to explore the roster and see Baisley in that secondary role off the bench. Something that fans have been clamoring for forever, it feels like, at least for the entirety of this season. It's been no surprise to anybody you know, that Baisley has taken a step back offensively. Uh, th- that will not shock anybody that that it happened. And People were fed up on Twitter, social media, bashing Baisley this entire season and calling for this to happen, and it finally did. Up until this point, though, the organization has stayed firmly committed to Baisley. He started in 84 consecutive games. And Baisley was always put in in spots to succeed. The Thunder always backed him publicly and still do. Even in this discussion with uh, Baisley being benched, Mark said that He has a unique ceiling and can be a very good player in this league. But this feels like the wake-up call. This feels like put-up-or-shut-up time. This is a roster that will feature three first-round picks this year that is running out of roster spots, that's trying to overturn their roster and find a way to get back to competitive basketball and find a way to compete in the postseason again. And each and every roster spot is very valuable. And there's a decision to be made about Baisley's future coming up. Of course, they picked up his option on his contract for next year. But if this doesn't shake Baisley, if this doesn't wake him up or whatever it needs to do to get him to perform on the offensive end, then nothing really will. But by all accounts, Baisley's a hard worker. While accounts, Basley's doing the right things, we've seen a monumental leap on the defensive end, especially as a help defender, which is being highlighted more so by this defensive scheme than others because of the small ball nature of it in most lineups. Basley has made a legitimate, tangible, and real defensive leap. If he can just become an average offensive player, an above average offensive player, that ceiling is unique for Basley. He's athletic, he's long, he can dribble, he can pass. We think he might be able to shoot at some point. And so it's time now. The kid gloves are off. He's no longer being coddled by the organization. He's no longer going to just have a spot waiting for him for 84 consecutive games. They're they're moving on. They've moved on to try out a two-way player who they have heaped praise on since the moment they drafted him at at 55 overall who has now played in 11 games and made three starts before Christmas and plays that same nature of position as Darius Baisley. So I can sit here, as I have for the last year, and talk about don't give up on Baisley, building block Baisley. But at some point, it has to translate on the floor because the hypotheticals are great. It's great to think about what Baisley could be. It's not so great to think about what Baisley is. We'll see if that can change and flip-flop here in the near future. But this was a wake-up call. It is what it is. And Trey Mann enters this game first before Baisley and uh, Kenny Hustle enter the game uh, off the bench at the two-minute mark remaining in the first quarter. Baisley gets 10 points on eight shots, two rebounds, two blocks, 24 minutes. Still played more minutes than Aaron Wiggins, who had 18 minutes and five points, three rebounds, an assist, and a block. Played very solid defensively uh, on the defensive end. And, of course, in the starting lineup, he was joined by SGA, Josh Giddy, JRE, and Lou Dort made his return. For the Clippers, Paul George was out, Kawhi was out, Marcus Morris was out, and they started out with Reggie Jackson, Luke Kennard, Uh, T-Man, and Justice Winslow, along with Zubak. This was a fun game, a back-and-forth affair all night long. But the big story remains, Darius Baisley being benched in his future with the Thunder, more up in the air than it's ever been. And so hopefully for Baisley, this ends up being a very good thing. But again, back-and-forth game all night long, it it cultivates in a Shea buzzer beater on that step-back move. And I, I was so happy for Shea to hit that buzzer beater in general was awesome because he had a circus shot Wednesday and I got beat by a 61 footer and we know how competitive he is and how much he likes to win, but it has to feel very, very rewarding to hit that buzzer beater on that step back shot that we've seen him work on for over two years. If you follow him on social media, you've seen him do this move summer after summer, private session after private session. And this was the first year He's truly deployed it in the NBA. And it has to feel good to see all that hard work kind of pay off on the big stage, hitting a buzzer beater against your former team. You just got to feel good. So I, I'm, I'm happy for him. Of course, he had that, uh, dance at the end, which he calls the Lamar Odom dance. And he said that, uh, during summer league, Shay's first year here him and Baisley watched that video and got a laugh out of it. So that was a, a moment for, uh, him and Baisley, Shane Baisley at the end of the game. He even gave that a shout out uh, in the post-game press conference. But this was a fun game. The largest lead of the night was nine points. So this was a truly tight contest. The Clippers only led by uh, four at the most. Seven lead changes, six times tied. The Thunder shot 46% from the floor, 38% from three, and 60% from the line. The Clippers shot 44% from the floor, 41% from three, and 68% from the line. The Thunder win the points in the paint in battle, 52 to 38 Second chance points goes to OKC, 17-5. to Fast break points, you know, one of my favorite categories for the Thunder. And whenever they win this category, they typically win the game. They won 14-6. to In the first half, OKC shot 53% on their shots, and that first half really allowed them to swell that lead and to give them the confidence to take this game over. The Thunder had five players in double figures. Two of them are rookies, and the Clippers only had four. And that Shea buzzer beater is the now new lead story from this game. But first... I want to tell you right now. we good friends over at Truebill. Truebill is incredible. Free trials. They renew without your consent. Did you know that? You want to know why that is? It's because it's a business scam to get you out of your money. So do not let these greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill and take control of your subscriptions right now. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you do not need, want, or simply forgot about. On an average, people save up to $720 per year with Truebill. Because com- companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your account and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you do not have to. Folks, we've all been there. You start a free trial. You want to watch this one very specific video, show, movie. Remember Quip It? I believe was the name of that app. Where it, where it had the Chris Paul Clippers documentary, right? It was like a, a very short-lived, short movie app. I, I had to start a free trial to watch the Clippers doc and, and forgot about it. And so Truebill can help me not do that anymore. Truebill has over 2 million users and help them save over $100 million. So do not fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedInNBA. That's Truebill.com slash NBA. It could save you thousands of dollars a year, that is true.com. Go right now, truebo.com slash locked on NBA. We are back. I'm on Locked Thunder Podcast. I'm on Lockdown Podcast Network. Your teams every day. Make sure you subscribe to Lockdown Thunder, as we're here for your every single day talking thunder basketball on all platforms, including on YouTube. Make sure you leave a comment. Follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles. We're here every single day after games and every single day, Monday through Friday, Talking thunder basketball. We are second listen of the day. Go check out the Locked On NBA podcast. And hear about what's happening around the NBA. We have a ton of COVID protocols. Kyrie Irving is back and so much more. As for this game though, the thunder, the Clippers SGA against his former team. It's that step back buzzer beater shoots 50% in the floor two for five from three, three rebounds, six assists, a steal, only two turnovers, 18 points. Just You cannot you cannot help but smile when you think about SGA's game tonight. I mean, he was a leader on the floor. He did a great job of facilitating offense, of directing offense, of communicating offensively, and it all worked out in the end. And I loved him work, uh, walking through uh, his buzzer beater in this game. He says that he got the ball looked at the clock there's like three seconds left and he knew with where he was on the floor he could catch them in that perfect because he was on that floor in his perfect comfort zone he knew that he could fake like he's driving and get to that step back where he's comfortable shooting he works on every single day and it paid off and it went down they only needed two, so that's why the defense was kind of reeling a bit and opened up the space for Shea's step back and because Shay is so long because Shay that uh, can create so much space that step back can work against anybody that was from Dame range and It worked at the buzzer, exactly as you draw it up, exactly as you intend it to to work uh, in this sense. But Trey Mann, he he looks like a totally new player these last few weeks. His first shot of the game came from Dame range, from Steph range, whatever range you want to put on it. He was barely in your television picture, folks, whenever you chuck that shot up. A heat check on his first attempt. Are you kidding me? Trey Mann knocked it down. And then he had a step-back move that was just disgusting. I mean, it got put on NBA Twitter, like literally the official Twitter account of the NBA. It got put on the NBA's Twitter account in seconds. And you know, if you're a Thunder fan on social media, it usually takes the NBA Twitter account to get, you know for a long time, for them to get around to the Thunder highlights and the Thunder uh, games. So that's how impressive that step-back was. I mean, I think that he leaped backwards five yards, 11 points, on 50% shooting three for three from downtown and three rebounds with an assist and a block. Trey Mann had that confidence and he just looks like he understands NBA basketball. That's what it is. He looks like he understands how to play NBA basketball at this level, at this moment in time. And for him to already have that skill set, for him to already kind of come around on that, it shows that the sky's the limit for him as a score. It really and truly is because we've seen him have the posterizing dunks. We know his shot is silky smooth from the mid range. Thinking back to uh, that play, I believe it was Wednesday night on the play where he goes to the elbow and it pulls that step back from the elbow in the mid range. And he can shoot from Dame range at the three point range, a three level score that can get his own bucket and that skill set. It's so valuable you will search for that skill set as a contending team forever. Think of how many Thunder teams could have been proved by simply having a guy who can go get their bucket outside of the top stars. And Trey Mann will not be your number one, will not be number two, but he'll be your bucket getter. He'll go get you a bucket. I think of this Mavs team. I mean, the Dallas Mavericks with Luka and KP, new coach, trying to capitalize on this window of time when Luka's beginning his prime, and when you really got an impressive player, right? Of course, signing him to that Max deal this summer, this past offseason. If they had a bucket getter, they'd be a much better team. That secondary creator, a bucket getter next to Luca, And go up and down. The Western Conference, Eastern Conference, go up and down the contenders. How many contenders right now, as we get closer and closer to trade season, are putting on their wish lists? For Christmas, bucket getter, reliable score, bench score, all those things, check, 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 Trey Mann. It's impressive how quickly he's come along in the NBA, because since the day he was drafted, I said that he has Lou Williams potential, he has six-man-of-the-year potential, he has unlimited scoring potential in the NBA, but his rookie year will likely be spent a lot with the blue. Now, of course he's played with the blue. So I was right about that, but uh, to have this NBA impact already, really, really impressive from Trey. Mann. Blue Dort though, return to the lineup had 29 points on 63% shooting four of eight from three, five rebounds, assess to a steals. And he was just incredible, efficient as a scorer, guarding the best players on the other end. And I feel like, Everyone's kind of scared to say it because you know you don't want to jinx it or go out on a limb or whatever the case is. But when you're talking about Ludor, at some point, this is just who he is. He's a guy who can go score 17 to 20 points per game and can shoot 35 to 37% from three. And we've seen his rim percentage uptick go up to plus 60 now, percent at the rim. He's just a scorer that can still have a high motor enough to go out there and to defend your top overall player and get you buckets on the other end. Now, it's different, right? Getting a bit, getting buckets for for Dort is just by simply being within the flow of the offense, whereas Trey Mann can create his own bucket. But still, it's getting you much-needed points. And his December numbers, Lou Dort's December numbers, small sample size, albeit, they're incredible. They're incredible. But – if this is what Ludor is, if, if you're with me and you think that what Ludor has shown you last year into this year before Christmas, if you think that's the legitimate Ludor, then he is a top four starter on any playoff team at any given time that he's playing like this. He's a top four piece of a playoff championship contender because of the defense, because of the offense, because of the spot up shooting, because of all that. And to get that value, an undrafted rookie, uh, and he's not a rookie anymore, but an undrafted player, that start out in the two-way deal. That is things that elevates your rebuild, that accelerates your rebuild, right? We spent all last year, we we're going to spend all this year talking about players, draft picks, lottery odds that can accelerate your rebuild. So is hitting on one of your top four guys in the undrafted market. That's a huge break that is self-created. The lottery odds, it's ping pong balls flying through the air on a random June afternoon. You can't do anything but sit there and pray to whoever you believe in, whatever you believe in. You can go out and find talent, though, that goes undrafted. You can go out and develop talent that goes undrafted. You can go out and invest in players. Look at the teams that utilize the G League. When they invest in the G League, they typically have success. And right now, currently, Thunder are investing in the G League. They're investing in the blue, and they're capitalizing on it. The 17 players on the Thunder roster, according to Mark, have played the most minutes in the NBA because they're utilizing the G League. And so it might be weird to fans to see us tweet out screenshots of press releases every other day about players being pulled up and down, up and down, but it's having tangible results. It's awesome to see what the Thunder are doing. Hopefully they keep progressing players and keep going. One player that's progressed a lot is a fan favorite, Alexei Pokoshevsky. We'll talk about that coming up. But first, I want to say right now. But good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to builtbar.com. Use the promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off of your next order. So many flavors to choose from. From double chocolate to mint brownie to cherry. The cookies and green peanut butter brownie. All that fun stuff. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need it's low in calories, it's low in carbs, it's low in fat, low in all that bad stuff, but it is high in protein. So no matter if you're trying to make that last minute shopping run, or just simply need some energy to get through the day, and you should deal with your family around this time of year, then grab yourself a built Bar. We're going to Bilt.com and use the promo code LOCK15. Built.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off your next order. You know, but I highly recommend you checking out the cookies and cream flavored belt bar. Make sure you do that. Dote.com, promo code lot. 15, 15% off of your next order. Want to say right now, but good friends over at betonline.ag. But Alina has you covered as the season continues with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football marches into the postseason and basketball ramps up as well. BetOnline remains the number one spot for sport action this year. Head over to the new and updated desktop or website interface on your mobile device and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So just use our code LOCKEDON. That's our code LOCKEDON to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline.ag from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right up to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait. Take advantage of these amazing offers for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet. On all of your sport action, but online, where the game starts and coming up. We can tell you if we won or lost the bet of the game for the Oklahoma City Thunder. We're back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your teams every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. So subscribe for free across all platforms, including on YouTube. It's free, totally free, and everyday content here about the Oklahoma city thunder. Well, Pokoshevsky had one of the best games of his career and he only plays nine minutes, nine minutes. He looked more relaxed. He looked steady. He looked good. 66% from uh, for shooting 10 points, five rebounds, one for two from three, a nice slashing dunk down the lane. He played under control. He played his role and still only cracks Nine minutes. Nine minutes. But nonetheless, good for Poku coming back from the G League uh, to get that success. And his job's not done with the G League, right? But this was another data point that suggests that the G League does help him. No matter if that's just calming him down, refocusing him, recentering him, waking him up, whatever it is, it helps him. The coaching, the attention, the amount of run he gets, you know, the stretches of minutes he gets compared to these nine-minute segments and nine-minute total games he has, right, right? So no matter what, we have data points now that suggest continually he's better from the G League. And I think that the Thunder are going to bounce him back and forth continuously throughout the rest of the season. So uh, he's not up for good, but this was a really good game from him. And Mark said so as well. Josh Giddy, eight points, 10 assists, 18 rebounds, 18 rebounds, 18 rebounds for Josh Giddy, which was much needed, especially 14 coming defensively with this weird lineup uh, with Wiggins and Giddy and Dort and Shea and Jerry over one from three. Uh, four for 14 from the floor, 18 rebounds again, folks, 18, rebounds, eight points, 10 assists, 18 rebounds would have been the youngest player to get a triple double, but could not get the last couple of points. He still has time to become the, you know, to become the youngest player to get triple double. But nonetheless, today was a great game from him. Despite the poor shooting, he had some fantastic passes, including one to Jerry. that is just still earth shattering to me. And his rebounding efforts came in big tonight and allowed the Thunder to explore these wacky lineups that they like to play. And so that's a big way of ending possessions for defenses that can't really get stops whenever you have uh, that lineup on the floor. I was impressed with Jesse tonight. Of course, I think he was hunting shots a little bit uh, in the third quarter whenever he kind of was aware of how close he was to a triple-double. He says he did not know that he would have been the youngest player ever, but he did know. He did know that he was close to a triple-double. Shea said had he known that Josh Giddy was close to a triple-double, that uh, he would have passed Josh Skiddy. The, the look at the buzzer to get him that triple-double. Uh, Mark said that he did not know about it until the head of Thunder PR told him after the game on his way to the press conference, and he said, quote, Skittles. Which, you know, that's Mark's kind of analogy for uh, things that don't really matter. You know, the Skittles are nice to have, but you shouldn't eat your broccoli type of analogy he uses. Skittles was all he said about Josh giddy's uh, game, Of course, he said it was a great game, but all he said about the triple-double aspect of it, Josh Giddey's been so impressive. I mean, he really has. And again, I say, you look at this draft and you look at the options available at six, Sam Pressy hit the nail on the head, hit it out of the park. The bench was interesting because you had the Poku 10, 10 points, you had the Train Man 11 points, you had the Baisley 10 points, but Roby doesn't play, Malon doesn't play, Jerome Deck don't play, Watson doesn't play, Vitt doesn't play. Muscala goes over two from three, which was surprising. You could see that favors wasn't wasn't kind of in it tonight. He he didn't have his best stuff. Kenny hustle. It felt like Kenny hustle was a bit kind of, um, I don't know if it's the word confused to use, but kind of disoriented or kind of just, it was a new environment for him to be in. You could tell that he was trying to kind of mesh well with Baisley playing the stretches with him. He had that first offensive session with Baisley where basically just simply relocating from the baseline from the corner to the corner and in the middle of his relocation all of a sudden Kenny Hustle throws a lob to him and so he has to kind of try to make something out of it and can't really do it there's just kind of moments like that a little bit in the second unit it was a nice game from your bench because you had three double double-digit scores but uh still it can get even better from here if you keep that production from Poku from man from Baisley and you add in a two for two night from Muscala which we think it's oh you know, he's shooting the best of his career from three and we think it's Almost a no brainer that's going to go in every time he shoots the ball, then it gets even better and, and it helps you win these games. Better the day brought to you by the AG. Promo code locked on for 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. OKC plus four and a half that cashed in. Moneyball pick. I picked Lou Dort to lead the team in three pointers made today. Wouldn't you know it, that actually cashed in. The MVP of this game. So you can go with Josh Giddy's 18 points, 18 rebounds. You can go with SGA step back game winner. Lou Dort's phenomenal, phenomenal game. Uh, Do not let Lou Dort's game get lost in all this. Really good game from him. Pokaszewski strong minutes. I'm going to go with SGA though for the buzzer beater. uh, And for, of course, just having his step back be the thing that ends the game, which we know he's been working on for so long and so long and so long. So SGA here, runner up though, for me, let me know in the comments for you who's your MVP and runner up. Probably be, probably be Trey Mann because uh, I just love what Shaman was able to put on on, on tape today uh, with what he did for the Thunder and helped them win the game. So coming up, we're going to have an episode of Stock Watch where we uh, buy or sell stock and Thunder players and ideas and questions and NBA topics, as well as draft talk. And then we're going to have a Christmas wish list for the Thunder as well. Of course, we have our game recap for Memphis on Tuesday. Wednesday, we're going to grade the entire Thunder season to this point. Thursday, Nuggets recap. Friday, Suns recap. And then Monday, the following Monday after Christmas, Pelicans recap. So, all that's coming up on the Lockdown Thunder podcast. That's so many episodes for you to dive into throughout this Christmas week, week as most of you enter a holiday break. I hope it's a great one, a safe one. And come back, as always, for free across the way on all your pod catchers. Come back for free every single day. Lockdown Thunder is here for you. Talking Thunder basketball until we meet again. Be good and be good to one another.